Welcome to Talking Sense. I'm Teresa Arago. If there's one thing I know, it's that the journey to financial independence can be confusing, but it doesn't have to be. So get ready, because I'm breaking down what you don't know about money to help you find the next steps on your journey, today on Talking Sense. Being an investor is all about choices, choosing the right opportunities, managing risks, and making decisions that can change the game. Imagine you're standing in front of those sealed silver briefcases, each representing a potential investment. Some might be filled with golden opportunities, while others could contain unexpected challenges. But here's the catch. You won't know what's inside until you open it up. Should you go all in on that promising startup or should you diversify your portfolio? Is it time to hold steady or should you cut your losses and run? And of course, the ultimate question, deal or no deal. So we're kind of going with the theme from the game show, of course, and we've got some different questions that people tend to ask that we're going to kind of break down, um, helping you decide if that's a deal or a no deal for you in each area. And the first one we're going to talk about is for those that are trying to figure out whether it's the right time to just get started. So should they start or should they wait? Before we jump into that, though, I got to ask you, price is right or deal or no deal? Ooh, I'm really more of a price is right person. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I do. I don't I'm know. The, the person costumes that's like, are pretty $1, good. One dollar. One dollar. Yeah, I'm that person. I'm rooting for them every $1. time. One dollar. <laughs> well, yeah, we're going to talk about deal or no deal today. I love that show, but mm-hmm. I'll probably have to go with you on the price is right um, over over deal or no deal, but we'll run with it today. So, but the short answer to your question was when should you get started? Now. 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 Right. It doesn't matter whether you're 20 or 40. You'll be in better shape if you start today than if you wait. If you no. count 20 years down the road, every year matters. Yeah. Now, when we say now we get started, that's not just saying that we're going to say you need to get started investing in the market right now. Correct. We're so, talking about working towards your goals. Exactly. Which exactly. I guess you've got to name your goals first, right? right? Right. But investing, if that is one of your goals, you might say, well, the market just had a major dip. Great. You've got an opportunity at that time to get invested and be able to buy more shares than you could have when it was on a high. Yeah. And I think, you know, the news does a good job of recording whether and we're in a high or low, mm-hmm. right? So that's the majority of a lot of people's research is what the news said, whether we're all time high or all time low. Except so, there have been how many all time highs? A bunch. <laughs> <laughs> so a bunch, right? Um, and there's always been lows. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that's one of the things in investing is when you do get started, you need to, that needs to be your first mindset is yeah. that there are going to be highs and lows in this process. Yes. If you ever look at a chart, it's always a zigzag. It's never just a straight line, not for long at least. So if you go into it understanding that, I think it'll help your mindset throughout the process to not panic when it dips a little or when it dips a lot because yeah. you've got yeah. to keep your goals in mind. Yeah. Because market volatility is real. It's kind of mm-hmm. like going on a diet. Yeah. Well, There's not many that, that go on a diet that <laughs> don't know that there possibly could be a cheat day. Yes. Right? And many plan for it. Exactly. So you plan for it. So mm-hmm. it's nothing like with the market, the same thing. You know, if you know you're going to go invest. So if I'm going to invest in myself and go on a diet, I know that there's probably going to be a little volatility in my diet, right? Yes. I'm not just going to eat the same thing over and over and over. And there's probably going to be some slip ups. Yes. So I think that's the same thing with investing is going into it with the mindset of, okay, there's going to be some rocks in the road that I know I'm going to have to kind of push through. Yes. And if you think of it as a long game, it typically works itself out, which of course we can't, you know, assume that past performance is indicative of future performance. There's our little disclaimer there. 
Um, our next thing is talking about risk versus reward. Is the payoff worth it? And what is the payoff? So this is where the old deal and no deal comes yes, into play. Yes, the banker. Right? So you're going to pick the box. Mm-hmm. And in just like in investing, those boxes don't always turn out to be exactly what's on the outside, right? I mean, just like mm-hmm. the game show. You didn't get to see what was in the, in the box. You can see what you're investing in. Yes. But that risk reward is not always equal with every investment. Mm-hmm. And I think last year we saw, or year and a year and a half ago, we saw something really weird where it wasn't just stocks that struggled. And this, you know, usually there's one or the other that's struggling, so you can kind of know where to hide. But there was no hiding spot. Stocks were down, bonds were down. And if you were someone who was stuck in that short-term mindset, you're in panic mode. Yeah, we were kind of opening up statements, getting the no deal, no deal, <laughs> no deal, right? Yes. But we expect that. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, we were we were doing reviews with clients and we had seen some really good gains. Yes. You know, it's like the contestant in 2021 for the market. Mm-hmm. It was just up, 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 up. Right. Yes. And we were having reviews of just really, really good returns. And I can re- quote you in one review saying, now, let's not really expect this 45 percent on this statement every yes. single year. And it was, hey, the next year we were pulling out the no deal box. I had my golden, my crystal ball that one time. Yes. Um, And that's why diversification matters. You know, risk isn't black and white. There's not an all or nothing investment out there. I mean, there are a few that, but your reward is almost nothing too. So if you don't see it as this, it's yes or no, but you have a strategy that just accounts for it, I think you're going to be in a better better spot. Well, and it's, it's, it's... It's setting those expectations up front, just like setting the expectations up of starting now mm-hmm. and knowing that that rocks are going to be in, in the way, knowing what you are willing to accept. Yes. And I'm being comfortable with that because making the wrong decision at the wrong time is what an emotional mm-hmm. decision. And we talk about that a lot with clients is being reactive to the market becomes very emotional. Yes. And so whenever we're utilizing the market and we're just being reactive to the returns that we've seen in the past, it's really tough to move forward. Mm -hmm. Another thing that people bring up a lot is, should I pay off debt first? And that, you know, like many of our answers, they often are, well, it depends. It depends on what kind of debt you have. If you're paying 28% on a credit card right now, I can't get you a consistent 28% return on your investment. So I'm going to say... If you have credit card debt, revolving credit debt, that's paying, you're having to pay more than, say, 7% interest on, 8% interest on, you need to pay it off. Well, and that's two sides of that story also. There's a reason why you have that car- credit card debt. Yes. So anytime you invest, there are going to be fees. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we don't want clients going into an investment knowing that, hey, they're going to purchase something. There's a fee to purchase that. And then just having to come right back out of that mm-hmm. in order to take care of an expense. So it's not that, hey, we're just comparing the credit card interest rate versus the return on the markets. Yes, that is one thing to look at. But there is a reason. There's an underlying reason why they have that credit card debt in the first place. And let's let's go ahead and just pull that out, too. It's if you're outspending your budget on a consistent basis, the chances of you being successful in an investment are really low because that investment, like you said, it's going to have fees. And if you're continuing to overspend, you're just going to dip right back into it. And let's talk about IRAs. If you're funding an IRA and you need to dip back into it, now you're paying a penalty. So taking care of your financial house before you get started will allow you to really fuel that contribution um, going forward. And you could still consider contributing to the employer plan to get your match, 
to me, I still, even if you're, um, you know, kind of working on debt, if you're at the point where you've got your house back in order and you're really tackling the debt, I'm a firm believer in going ahead and getting that match personally, because I don't like to walk away from free money if the budget will allow it. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's a way to get ahead. I mean, you can double those returns just right off the bat just mm-hmm. by simply participating, right? Yes. It's that participation trophy. Yeah, there you go. Hey, it's <laughs> the go. one participation trophy that we yeah. like, Chad. Yeah, and, and in Deal No Deal, they had some of those, right? <laughs> did they? I think like, they did. They finally get down to like $5 I, or I'm something. Sure, I'm sure they had a little something like a souvenir you took out with you or something like that from the Deal No I Deal. I sure hope so, because some of those poor people. Um, and a little bonus tip, if you're in that stage of trying to pay off debt, even before you really take on the debt, we would encourage you to have an emergency savings of at least $2,000 set aside. Because the idea is if you're trying to pay off your credit cards and your fridge breaks, you don't want to have to use a credit card to get a fridge. It's just going to set you back. So we would encourage you to have at least $2,000 in savings before you really tackle that debt and, and get moving on it. So the next big point, mm-hmm. and we hear this one a lot, timing the market. Yes. When is the time? We talked about earlier about it's all-time highs, all-time lows. We're going to mm-hmm. see those. We know there's to expect volatility. But for those that are wanting to jump in and saying, we get this question a lot, is it time? And for those that have investments and the market starts to dip, do I bail or do I stay? So, you know, on deal or no deal, like you've got those five cases left. And, you know, there's like three that could be the low numbers. And the banker comes out and they're like, all right, here's what I'll pay you. And you've got to decide, am I going to hang on to the one I've got or am I going to cash out? And I think a lot of people don't realize that sometimes the best thing your portfolio needs is a good dose of leave it alone. Absolutely. Not in every case, but in a lot of cases. Oh, I used the word case. Pun intended, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it. I think it's when you can, if you want to make a educated decision on this, you have to really look at the fundamentals. Mm-hmm. Am I doing everything in my investing with fundamentals? Is what I'm investing in have good fundamentals? And I think that's where you can determine, hey, is this a time to be in the market? Now, mm-hmm. obviously, you know, there are times that we are going to see, you know, rising interest rates like we've seen and growth mm-hmm. is taking a hit. And you say, okay, hey, I know growth is taking a hit and or bond market's taking a hit, those type of things. Yeah, well, you can see those things in the near future, but there are also things that are ahead that we there's no way no way of knowing that those geopolitical things are going to maybe pop up and cause some corrections in the market so looking at the fundamentals of your financials and are you ready to invest and and what you're investing in is it fundamentally sound and i think that's where having a plan in place is really beneficial so for our clients for instance when the market dips we've already planned ahead because we have that cash bucket So we're not having to sell something while it's down to be able to just create their income. And if you don't have that plan, it's really tricky to know because what tends to happen, like what we saw in 2008, was people sold in panic and then they took forever to get back in and they missed the rebound. Whereas those that just stayed, they they got to incur, you know, get that rebound 18 months later and they were, it flew from there for about 10 years. So we've got kind of those different experiences draw from that tell us that you've got to have a plan first that's ready for it. Yeah. And I'm sure hindsight's 2020. I'm sure those contestants on the show, deal, no deal, they mm-hmm. look back and be like, I was going to pick that box. I knew I should have picked that box, yep. but I just didn't. Right. So how do I learn about more inv- and how do I know that these fundamentals, how do I know what to invest in? 
there is a lot out there on the intranets, mm-hmm. right? In, on the interwebs. The interwebs. There's a lot of information. There's not a lot of wisdom. I was actually um, talking to someone this morning uh, in an initial. We were talking about how they've tried to educate themselves. They've been looking on the internet and they said, I... I, I look at this new station. They tell me I need to go this way. I look at this new station. They tell me I need to go that way. How do I know what to do? And I told him, here's the problem. None of that is about him. It's all just general information. And as you know, with our licensing, I can't give advice to somebody through a mass media format like this. I can't tell you what you need to invest in because I don't know your specifics, nor should anybody be talking about specifics in a mass format like that. So, what to invest in. There's a lot of things out there Mm -hmm. and there's some good information out there. There's some good guidance out there for diversification. How do I diversify my portfolio? So if I was going to give any piece of advice, going after some advice about how to diversify your portfolio, make sure that you are, you know, covering multiple sectors in the market. I think that's some of the best piece of advice that you can probably find out there on the internet. Mm -hmm. And then how much should I invest? There's a lot of information out there about how much should I invest. How yes. do you know? I know John uses the uh, the rule of uh, rule of thumb, right? Fifteen percent. <laughs> he'll talk about the rule of dumb. Yes. And we feel the same way. You know, is fifteen percent the right amount for me? I don't know. We don't mm-hmm. know your situation. Ten percent maybe. And we've talked about this on the show. So you know, how much to invest is going to de- really depend on you sitting down and figuring out what your long term goals are, so you can rewind back to figuring out what you need to be doing now. And I think that's the key. You have to know your destination before you can build a roadmap to get there. And a lot of times I think we put the cart before the horse. We try to pick the right investment. We try to pick a arbitrary amount. And then we just hope we luck into a retirement that we want. And and I think that's backwards. Yeah. Or get the returns that I need in order mm-hmm. to meet my goals. So yes. I base it all off of returns. Which you can't of, control. Exactly. But you can control how much you put in. So sitting down and getting a good idea of what all income sources you might have in retirement uh, and what all sources you have access to retirement plans, you making mm-hmm. sure you're using the most efficient vehicles and accounts to be able to get you to retirement. And if you're thinking, I can't afford to fully fund anything, hear me, that's okay. Start somewhere. You can make steps today that will move you closer to your goals, no matter what stage of your financial journey you're in at the moment. So it's time for our two cents. Chad, I'm going to let you go first. It's deal or no deal. I think, you know, here's the thing. If you're not in the game, if you're not a contestant on the show, you don't get a chance to participate, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that is what you have to realize that you got to show up. You got to be willing to participate in order to benefit. And we've covered a lot of concepts in this episode. So we know sometimes it can feel like you don't know where to start. We have a a download for you. It's free called Six Keys to Unlocking Financial Independence. It's free to you. All you've got to do to get it is to go to our website, readyforthefuture.com slash keys, or you can text keys, the word K-E-Y-S. I almost couldn't spell that even though I'm looking at it. 501-381-5228 to get your copy of that. And it gives you some usable steps to help you get started on your journey to financial independence. Well, we hope you uh, enjoyed our episode on Deal or No Deal here on Talking Sense. Thank you, Chad, for joining me again today. We'll catch you next week. 
Thanks for listening to Talking Sense. And if you like what you hear, make sure and subscribe to the podcast to get all the newest episodes. The Gym Wealth team is available to you 24-7 at info at getreadyforthefuture.com or by calling our offices at 866-653-PLAN. That's 866-653-7526. And while we like to have fun here, we're also financial advisors and that means disclosures. You should personally consult a financial advisor before making any investment and no strategy can assure success. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advice offered through Independent Advisor Alliance. Independent Advisor Alliance and Gemwell Financial Advisors are separate entities from LPL Financial.